Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Babe. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory, kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, hour. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, 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 welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound. It's episode 459 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I, of course, am Brian Breaker. Joining me, as always, big underscore, big turkey Bane. Oh, yeah. You like that one, big I'm turkey? A, like you're through three strikes in a row? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hammer, though. Big, big, big hammer. Like I like the ham, Breaker. I know what you're saying. I just want you to keep talking about it. The old, the old, big, the old big ham. Ham bone. Ham bone. <laughs> give, give me that give me that give me that pineapple ham. Ham is better. I've always thought that. Yeah. I dig it. More flavor. Flavor and just fattier, you and know. It's not dry. Turkey's dry. Dude, turkey's dry. Plus it's always cold. Because that's always the first thing they do because it takes the longest. And then by the time everything else is done, the damn turkey's cold. And so you're eating cold turkey. And that's probably where the phrase cold turkey comes from. Could be. And then and then you have you have everything else that's like nice and warm, but then most of the time the potatoes are cold too, because sometimes yeah, and that's like that's stupid. Like why have more warmers, people? You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do the damn catering thing for for a big meal for the family, like well, my my aunt when she did it, she did have a warmer. She put the potatoes and get, stuff on. It kept them warm. Get some of those like things that they have for caterings where they have like the the tray. That sets up, and then you put like candles or whatever underneath them. Yeah, it warms to, it. Yeah, hell yeah, do that. Keep that. Keep that stuff warm, women. You know, if you're gonna be cooking Thanksgiving, otherwise, leave it to the men. Misogyny at its best, right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Big underscore bane. Um, <laughs> it's been a while since I've done anything stupid, so I thought I'd try it out. I don't know if I'd go that far. You do stuff pretty stupid all the time. Yeah, I think. most of the time it's on purpose. That's true. I mean, that, that technically was too, but. <laughs> well, this week is, um, we're actually recording ahead of time just to get some stuff kind of uh, in the can for the thanks or for the holiday season coming up. Uh, this Thanksgiving week as we, uh, you know, as you guys hear this. So uh, it is Thanksgiving time, time to give thanks. I'm very thankful that you say more stupid stuff than me, big underscore Bane. Again, all on purpose. I'm trying to prop you up, Breaker. 
Well, I appreciate that. Trying to make I'm, it. Make, I'm thankful for that. Trying to make everybody aware that you know you're you're the you're the intelligent one here. Well, I appreciate you doing stupid stuff to make me look better by proxy. You're you're, you're welcome. I heard Jim Cornette say that one time. Oldie Anderson told him like. You know, Cornette, I used to think you were absolutely worthless. Then we hired more people that are worse than you, so you got better without doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a nice thing. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> it's always nice when a new dummy comes in. Cheech, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. We, 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 I have Take some of the heat off me. Trust me, I have people like that at my work, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, last week, we kind of talked about the cold weather hitting and Thanksgiving season and giving thanks and eating good food, and apparently you're upset that the potatoes are cold and... Everything's cold. Then that damn green bean casserole. Yes, that's never been a favorite of mine either. That's actually Yuck. one of the few things I think we can agree on. Yuck. That's a big skip over for me. Huge skip over. Get just throw that. <coughs> the only the only uh uh way to make a green bean casserole better is if you throw it in the garbage and then leave it there. Good lord, man. That's the only way to make that better. Only way, huh? Terrible. Yeah, I, and what's bad is I like green beans. Love green beans. Green beans, are, and they're good for you. Mm-hmm. But it's a good green vegetable. Probably the best tasting green vegetable, I think. I like broccoli. I uh, like broccoli. I'm a broccoli guy. But I really like green beans. I also, I'm a big pea fan. I like peas. Really? Not a lot of people like peas. I like asparagus. I like asparagus. Oh, my God. Asparagus. If it's steamed. If it's done right. It's uh, yeah, I don't really like uh, I don't really like steamed asparagus. I like I like baked asparagus. Okay. Like throwing it in the oven um, with some olive oil, and then we have like uh, some seasonings that we put on it, and then we throw some Parmesan cheese. There you go. Dude, it's damn good. I think asparagus, though, when it's steamed, though, it's crispy, and something about that like hits hits home. See, me. every time I've had steamed asparagus, it wasn't crispy. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just kind of like... Is it soggy? Well, soggy. See, I've always had it. It's always been crisp, and that's... it's like. I think I, I can't remember what restaurant yeah. it was. I ordered steamed asparagus. Yeah, they probably made it badly. I was like, oh, God. I've had tasted like it was out of can. I had canned asparagus. Oh, oh my terrible. god, it was the worst food I've ever terrible. had in my life. Because asparagus has an interesting smell as yes. it is, you know. Yeah. Does it does it make your pee smell? Oh yeah. Yeah, it makes my pee. Smell. Apparently that doesn't affect everybody though. Really? Yeah. It makes my pee smell though. Oh, dude, me too. Hugely it makes mm-hmm. it smell like it's like it's like I. That's actually one of the funnier jokes on that Austin Powers movie when he's peeing. You know, like he's trying to be like the statue, right? And he pees and like the guy's like. <laughs> so funny <laughs> I forgot all about that Dude I haven't watched those movies in a long time I haven't either You know I watched his uh, Pentaveret show Did you ever watch that? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good It was on uh, Netflix Yeah He plays like uh, five or six different characters on that too I remember him doing interviews for that Yeah it's actually a pretty solid little show I th- I, Is it a series or a movie? It's a series I think it's got about I don't, I don't think it's like ten episodes I want to say it's like six or seven Okay I might be wrong, but I, I think it's a, I think it's just like a limited series. But it was a really good show. I, I really enjoyed it. Pretty funny. Uh, I know last week you said you weren't really into the Christmas spirit yet, but I think that'll hit you like a ton of bricks here before too long. It definitely hadn't changed since our last week's episode. Yeah, it's been a solid six minutes. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, a Christmas story. Christmas is coming to HBO Max. Man, yeah, most of the original cast. Like, not a sequel I ever expected to happen. What do you think about this? Uh, you know, I I think it has uh, a Christmas story is a holiday classic. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. Um, I think it's I think it has potential to be decent. I, I won't say it's going to be as good. I'm not sure if it'll have the same charm that the first one did. Usually, sequels like this don't. Yeah, like I doubt it'll beat the first one. Well, the funny thing about the first one, though, 
is it came out in 1983, but it was based in the 40s, I think. Yeah. So it looks really old. Yes. And and so like when you see that like Ralphie's like in his 40s, you're, you you I don't know you feel like he should be like 70. Right. Because it feels like it's from the 40s. Right. Which is very very funny. But yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a, a a fun little movie. But I mean, I I don't even know. Uh, I would assume it's going to also go to Vudu and stuff like that cuz I don't have HBO Max anymore. But, I, th- I don't think it will initially, but yeah. in the next year or two. 8-Bit Christmas did. It's on Voodoo now. Yeah, which I really enjoyed that movie. I thought that was a fantastic that, movie. That, to me, was like the first Christmas movie classic. Where I, When I say that, I mean like a Christmas movie that I want to watch every year. Yeah. That's the first one I've seen in a while. I There was a couple that Netflix put out that I think uh, I really enjoyed, like Christmas Chronicles, the first one. Not yeah, really the I, agree one. With, I agree with that one. Um, and then there was also a, I um, can't remember the name of it, um, Love Hard is great. Have you seen that one? Yes, I cannot think of what it is about though. It's uh, it's got the girl from Vampire Diaries, and she gets catfished on a dating site. Yeah, and that, it's this goofy Asian kid. That was kind of like a uh, like a better Hallmark movie. Yeah, but it was funny though. Yeah, but it was like it was like better. But it, it reminded me of a Hallmark movie, but it was just better. So I guess they got the title because like her favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. His is Love Actually, and I'm like, that's genius. Yeah, great. Um, but no, there was an it was an animated film, and I cannot, oh Klaus, Klaus, I really liked that movie. Yeah, thought that was very uh, it could fall into that classic where you want to watch it every year for me. Um, um, I know it's early to talk Christmas movies, but are there any uh, Christmas movie classics that you feel like? Uh, you know, I know you're a big Elf fan. Yeah, you're a big fan of Jingle All the Way. Yep. Any others that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, Home Alone is always a oh, yeah. is always a stellar one, um, and and Home Alone too. Uh, but you know, other than that, I mean, I've always liked the uh, Tim Allen Santa Claus. Yeah, and I actually really like all three of them. I know a lot of people don't really care about the third one. I don't, but think, I, th- I think they're all good. But I think the first one's like the best. The first one is the best for sure. Uh, but I, I actually really enjoy all three of them. Um, Did you see that they're making the series, the Santa Clauses. Yeah, I think that'll be fun on Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not a big <clears throat> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation fan. See, I, um, I still think that one's great. Yeah, I just I, I'm not a I'm not a Chevy Chase guy. Um, I, mean, I could understand if you did not like Chevy Chase, it would yeah. not it would not hit well. It, but in, I've I've <coughs> you know always heard negative things about him um, as as a person, and uh, I've heard that too. So I've actually heard uh, Chris Columbus was set to direct that movie. Yep. And within an hour of meeting Chevy Chase, he said, "There's absolutely no way I can do this." Yeah, and so like, which is pretty insane to think. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. Like, if somebody's a piece of shit, I don't really want to support their stuff. I get it. You know what I mean? So like, it, it makes it hard for me to watch their their movies, um, even if the movies are good. But um, it's like I, I don't really want to watch the Flash movies that are going to be coming out because Ezra of, Miller is such a piece of shit, right? And so it's like I don't really want to watch that anymore. So. Mm-hmm. um it's just kind of, I don't know, just kind of a thing with me, but like, um, but as far as Christmas movies, man, I really don't, I can't think of any off the top of my head that I really, really like. I know there are some that I really like. I mean, Elf obviously is probably the top, top one, but I'll tell you one that it's really hit my rotation recently and that it's technically not a Christmas movie, but it's a planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving movie, but that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, that's actually, uh, that's my new thing is that's the first holiday movie, quote unquote, that I watch. Sure. It's kind of a Christmas movie, but it's more Thanksgiving. 
What about Bat- Batman Returns? Yeah, I like that one. I never watched that as a Christmas <laughs> movie, though. I've never have either, but I, I did last year, and I was like, it counts. It counts. No, I agree. I think, uh, well, kind of like Die Hard. We talked about that, right? Right. Like, well, I, I feel like Die Hard classifies more as a Christmas movie than Batman Returns. I do, too. Because it, I think Iron Man 3 is also during Christmas. Right. But it's not really a Christmas movie. But like, it, like none of the plot for Batman Returns, the only plot that is about Christmas and Batman Returns is the fact that they have the Christmas parade and that's when all the, the things initially start happening. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's really no mention of Christmas. You just see Christmas decorations and it's very snowy. Um, Die Hard, the whole movie is based around a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So like, there's no denying that that's a Christmas movie. And it's very specific that Hans Gruber chose Christmas Eve to right. rob the place. And like, even when he tapes that machine gun to his back yep. or whatever it was, I think it was a, might've been just a regular handgun, but he uses Christmas tape. Right. And there's a lot of elements. And too. the very mm-hmm. last, the, the <coughs> end credits song is a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. There's snow at the end of the movie. I mean, yeah, it's it's a Christmas movie. I don't, I don't, I don't care what uh, uh, What's-His-Face says. Whatever, what is his name? The actor? Oh, Bruce Willis. Bruce, I don't care what Bruce says because it's, he said it's not, but no, it's a, I'll fight him to the death. It is a Christmas movie. I think it definitely is. It absolutely is. Um, I really want to see that new, uh, what is it called, like Silent, or for, like, what are you, Silent Night? <sighs> what is that? Violent Night. Violent Night. Yes. It's got a dude from Stranger Things. Yes, that looks amazing. I think that will be... A Christmas rotation movie. I think it will be, too, just because I expect it to be bad in all the right ways. Like Santa, like uh, Santa Slay with Goldberg. See, I've never actually watched that. You haven't? I have. Oh, it's bad, bad, bad. But I think, well, I think this will be better because it'll be good actors. Yeah. But I think it'll be like. Oddly enough, there's a lot of well-known actors in that. Uh, I know. Yeah. No, I mean. It's oh, Santa, it's Santa Slay. Is it really? Uh, like in the opening scene, like uh, James Caan, Chris Kattan, Fran Drescher are all in it. Like at a Christmas Chris dinner. Chris Kattan. Yeah. I love Chris Kattan. And uh, like he comes out of the chimney and like basically kills them all. Spoilers. but That's fantastic. It's, um, it's, I don't know, it's such a weird movie. Yeah. But it's kind of like, they used to have it free on Vudu yeah. for a few years, so I'd always watch it just because it's like, well, that's really stupid. Yeah. I think I think it's on, it's on one of the streaming sites I have. Maybe it's a Shudder. Yeah. I, I feel like I that. saw it recently. I wouldn't call it a horror film, but... I think it's... When it originally came out, that's how they labeled it, but I think because it's so campy, it's like horror comedy, maybe. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird one for sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I think it's also, too, we're also going to start seeing a lot of new Christmas movies pop up on all the apps like Netflix and Hulu sure. and stuff because it's always that time of the year they all kind of debut around November, late November usually. There's actually supposed to be a Christmas... Uh, I think it's a musical that's going to be on apple tv plus that stars will ferrell and ryan reynolds oh interesting yeah and so they've been talking about that and hyping it since like early in this year and so i'm curious to see if that actually makes it out before the holidays because i would i would like to watch it at least once i'm not a big musical guy but like yeah they're but they're both funny actors right they're both really good and they both can sing so like i'm, I'm curious to see how that is that will be interesting. I, another actually a good Christmas movie starring Will Ferrell is Daddy's Home 2. That is such a good movie. Which is ironic because the first Daddy's Home is definitely not a Christmas movie. And no. so it's kind of interesting that they made this one a Christmas movie. But yeah, it's definitely a fun show. I actually like that one better than the original one. I do too. 
just and I'm not even a Mel Gibson fan. Like he annoys the hell out of me. I love John Lithgow though. I do too. That guy, I feel like that guy's a saint. I don't know like at all for his personal life, but I feel like he's a saint. Third Rock from the Sun. Have you ever watched that? Oh yeah. Loved that show as a kid. Um it's so goofy. Yep. But like he made that so funny. Yeah, I know. He was so he was great in that. Yep. But yeah, that uh that that movie is really, really well done. And I one of my favorite scenes, and it's something so simple and, and really kind of dumb when you think about it, but like it's one of my favorite scenes because it reminds me so much of when we were kids when they're having that snowball fight and Will Ferrell's like grabbing the snowball, doing the pump fake, like, huh? Huh? <laughs> like <laughs> that is one of my favorite things ever because I remember being a kid and that was like a thing that you did to people like what? Huh? Like, like act like you're going to throw something at him or hit him. Right. And I was just like, that's the funniest thing. I just I, loved it so much. I also like when they're doing like the little Christmas, like school play or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and remember no reason to record it. We have a professional recorder who you can buy the DVD from. And like, as he's like, are right, you ready? And like all the iPads and iPhones come up. Right. She's like, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so typical. I think it's just, Oh like, yeah. Oh my God. Got to keep those memories. Right. Absolutely. Fun stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, it's interesting always. Another thing I've done before, cause Hulu does this and I, we've talked about it. I think they should do like playlists, but it's kind of cool to go and watch the Christmas episodes of specific shows. Yes. Um, I know actually one show that you need to get into again because they do great Halloween specials and great Christmas specials is Home Improvement. Oh yeah, they used to do. They they have some great Halloween. Movies. I used to love their Halloween episodes. Actually, remember when Tim had the stalker. Yep, Rose. Yep, fantastic. Who did, I can't remember who that. Is. It was Al, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, they all kind of conspired right. to get to get him. Yeah, but you know, in this in the Christmas ones, he always you know decorated the house. Christmas vacation sure. style and like one episode he like froze the hammer to his tongue. Yeah. I'm just fantastic. So oh, yeah. I yeah, I used to love those those uh Halloween and Christmas episodes. I remember one episode uh Mark was in a uh like church program, you know? Yeah. And uh like they all had robes on and it said Noel on them and they got out of order and it said Leon. <laughs> <laughs> so funny thing about that my dad uh growing up always had the Noel decorations mm-hmm. and it was like individual letters, but it spelled out Noel. Well, like once he saw that episode every year from then on out, he reversed it to where it spelled out Leon. Really? Instead of Noel. He still does it to this day. Like how, how interesting. That's yeah. funny though. Yeah. He just, he loved that so much. He's like, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> and he just kept doing it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Christmas decorations are an interesting thing. Um, you're a big decorations guy. I've never been big into decorations myself, but yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it comes from my uh, years in, in uh, working at Mathis brothers furniture and like oh, really helping, helping the, the gals out there decorate the floor and stuff like that. Okay. The showroom floor. Cause that's probably, you know, a big thing. That was there. a, that was like my job. I mean, I did most of the heavy lifting, but they let me help decorate and stuff like that. And I just, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was kind of a fun time. So like I've, I've gotten really in. I do all the Halloween decorating, Christmas decorating, all that stuff. Yeah, do all of it for the house. But always, I've always enjoyed that. I thought that was fun. I, uh, do you remember the Fresh Prince episode where uh, he he was upset that they didn't decorate? And like you know, Aunt Viv was like, "Well, we got red candles out." Like, <laughs> and so like she's like, "All right, you can decorate." And like he even does like 
I don't know, it's like that um, tinsel, I guess, on the telephone cord. Oh, and Uncle Phil picks up and like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but just like crazy over-the-top decoration. Yeah, T- dude, tinsel is something I will never mess with. Have you ever messed with that stuff? It is, looks like it goes all over the place. It is a mess. and so. But I do remember as a kid, anytime we got to decorate the tree, that was always a big night. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, and that's the thing, like, uh, stuff will help out, but like the kids, they never really want to help decorate. They just like to see it done. Uh, and... um uh marissa she actually like hates having stuff decorated before thanksgiving yeah i'm like you'll understand when you get my age like it's a pain in the ass to do it just for 25 days do you do the christmas lights outside and stuff oh yeah i do it all yeah and we do when i first when we first moved into that house we had like it kind of felt like um christmas vacation style just so much stuff. So much stuff. And I've condensed it down, but it's still a lot. Like we have a tub and it's full of lights. Mm-hmm. Full. And we use every single bit because, you know, we have that big we have the big fence in front of our house that we've seen. That's always completely decorated with lights. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some that we started wrapping around our big tree out front. And it doesn't go all the way up, but just kind of around the, the trunk. And then we do like the the lining of the roof and then we don't go like up the sides or anything of, of the like go up top or anything like that. We just do the around the gutters and then we do like our uh, posts like right in front of the front door. We do that. And then um, I think that's all. And then, well then I have the uh, little candy cane, like pathway markers and shit like that, dude. It's, it's still a bunch, but that's condensed down from what it was because I used to do it like a damn gingerbread house and like all the windows were outlined with lights and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was a nightmare. I mean, like it was, it was cool. Like when it was lit up, it was cool, but like it was a nightmare to set up and take down every year. That's why I think like I've helped my dad with Christmas lights and stuff. And my mom kind of always did subtle like in-house decorations. Like she had little things she would set out, but then it's like, you know, a lot of that stuff's breakable. So then right. it's like, okay, well, where do we put it? And it's like, I don't know. I've never been a big decorations guy myself. And also too, I live by myself. So I think that's probably why. Right. It's like, you don't I, really need to. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm not going to do Christmas here. It's going to be at my mom's house or right. my sister's house. So it's not a big deal, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's always, I, I think it's cool when like, I remember Funko did that line of pops of like Batman Mm-hmm. Or actually, it was, it was DC in general. Yeah, and they are all Christmas themed. Yep. And Star Wars and Marvel's done that too. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, and yeah. I know you're you've kind of gotten into that as like a decoration piece. I think I got most of those, but I, I decided this year I'm not putting any of them out because mm-hmm. like I have another whole tub full of just Christmas pops, and I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, they did that Bray Wyatt Fiend one. Yeah. I, I never got that, but like I I came close to getting it, but like. I didn't end up getting it, but yeah, I, I decided because I have all the DC ones. I have most of the Marvel ones. Like I have a few of the Star Wars ones. And then I have like all the just regular holiday pops, like the, yeah. uh, you know, the Home Alones, the like, yeah. the Office, all the uh, the Grinch. I mean, all those. I'm like, dude, I, I'm not putting all this stuff out. That's a lot. And then Funko actually just put out specific Christmas pops that are like Santa Claus and just random things like that. So I'm like, I'm, I just can't. That's like way too much. It's it's interesting. I know uh, Elvis Aliaga, a good friend of the show, actually has Christmas shirts. He only wears in December. Yeah, like some Home Alone shirts and stuff. Yeah. Which I'm like that's kind of cool. Yeah, I've got a couple of Christmas shirts that I'll I'll wear, but I feel like I have more Halloween clothes than I have Christmas clothes. Yeah, I uh, I actually ordered from Homage uh, a couple 
few days ago, a uh, they were running a sale, buy one, get one 40% off. So I ordered a Christmas vacation shirt. Okay. And then one that's uh, Home Alone. It says, a lovely cheese pizza just for me. Amazing. Fantastic. Can't yeah. wait to get those in. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's um, decorating is definitely interesting. And uh, I don't know if you saw this. Hasbro put out a line of Star Wars figures, like the new Black Series, that are Christmas themed. Oh, really? Or like Chewbacca's like, you know, like white, like a, the abominable snowman and stuff. Oh, I'm nice. Like, That's kind of interesting because I've never seen that before. Like, yeah, I haven't bought any Marvel Legends in a while, but if they did like a Deadpool Christmas figure, I think that would be like, ooh, I want that. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, that, they haven't yet, but this may have been a way of testing the waters to see if the Star Wars ones do well. I do, I'm kind of surprised they haven't like, like WWE hasn't tried to put out a, a cane or something like that that was like, technically call came but it was like the christmas creature yeah you know what i mean kind of surprised they haven't tried diving into that because i mean mick foley as santa right well mick foley as santa is probably a better way to go because that's more mainstream wwe's never really talked about christmas creature <laughs> i think yeah i think there was i have that christmas creature uh, custom from yeah. jason wolf which is amazing <laughs> uh i think there was actually a mick foley as santa concept art was Not there concept art like like a grayed out sculpt yeah but i don't think it ever happened um, that's something they really should do what would be great about that though is you could paint it if you wanted to and make a xanta claus yeah yeah you could absolutely I mean, he him and balls mahoney looked pretty similar right that's true um actually xanta claus has been a custom i've wanted from wolf for a while but he was kind of like i don't know <laughs> like how i could pull that off like, right. based on the parts and stuff so i'm like that's true so that might be like a like a sculpting project from down the road but i think that would be fun yeah um, you know, we kind of talked last week about Christmas presents. Um, do you ever feel like, I mean, I, I feel this way, like, cause I have a lot of people on my, my, <clears throat> on my family that I buy for to the point where my sister's like, you don't have to buy it for everybody. You don't have to spend that much. And I'm just like, I'm at a point now I would rather do that than get stuff. You know, like it's yeah. never been about like getting stuff. It's at least now, now that I'm you know 37, but it's, it's just like, I would rather the kids get stuff than them worry about getting me something i don't know it's just yeah it's weird how that changes over time you know you're not really worried about it for yourself you're just like yeah, i want to make sure they all get something yeah and like I, I yeah i'm the same way i don't really ever care to get actual presents anymore i just don't like i don't I feel like i don't need anything you know and mm-hmm. i mean again the only only things that like i ever do need are stuff that wouldn't would feel weird like asking for like i mean of course like eventually i'm gonna need to get groceries but it's like <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean to give me some groceries oh, really? that's what i'm saying like i don't like but i feel weird like saying like hey why don't you why don't you run to research and give me some groceries in a weird and, way if someone gave you a hundred dollar walmart gift card that would be a great gift absolutely it would be because it's like yeah i could use that for groceries yeah you know but like i i do have it's funny because i actually this year there are things that i need like i've lost a lot of weight so like now i need clothes yeah because i have Zero. I'm I'm in sweatpants this week because I have zero jeans. I have like no jeans that fit, and so it's like yeah, I need I do need clothes, but like again, I can just go shopping and go buy them. You know what I mean? Also, clothes are tough because you kind of need to try them on, especially exactly. jeans. I think exactly. specifically because you never know how jeans are going to fit. You could especially the jeans that I have, like because I always get mine from the buckle, and they're more expensive, but they oh, last. Oh, yeah, the buckle is high. But they last for years. I have jeans that are six, seven years old. So here's something. You know, we were talking about get ready to feel uncomfortable. Just oh, heads up. Fantastic. Um, we were talking a few weeks ago about me wearing leggings, right? Yes. 
I, have, I will never forget that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for bringing it up. There. I have uh, zero, zero jeans. So I told Steph, I was like, I'm going to raid your closet. So I did. And I found a pair of her jeans that fit. Here's the thing, Breaker. Her jeans were more comfortable than any pair of jeans that I've ever owned in my entire life. Because you know how jeans are uncomfortable in the sense that like they kind of get caught on your knees sometimes if they slip down a little bit. That has ever happened to you? Uh, I've I've had jeans that are too tight around the thighs. Well, so but not, I've never had them tight on the knees. But I don't wear skinny jeans. Well, no, these I've never really worn skinny jeans either. Now hers were like skinny fit, but they were like boot cut, like at the at the base. Okay, but they were also like very stretchy too. Okay. And so, like, the material itself was a very stretchy material, so it didn't feel like they were skinny jeans. Definitely looked like it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they did. Did not feel like it, though. Uh, but, like, it, jeans that I've always worn, like, what happens is it never happens at first, but, like, the more I wear them, obviously, they stretch out a little bit and they get loose. Yep. But then, like, the legs start to get a little bit looser, and then they, like, start to feel uncomfortable around my knee area. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it other than that, but, like, I was like... I, how are these jeans more comfortable than any jeans I've ever owned in my entire life? Have you thought about just buying women's clothing exclusively? I've thought about jeans. Yeah. Like the only, the only thing I didn't like is like, you know, I didn't, I didn't have this issue with the leggings. I did have an issue with the old manhood in her jeans. Yeah. There's probably not a lot of, a lot of, dick there's not, there's, in, there's, in there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of manhood room in those jeans. Yeah. Um, so that that was a big problem. So like I, I don't really know if I could swing it, you know what I mean? Like but I feel like there just needs to be a way to make men's clothing more comfortable. Well, I, I think there is, but I think a lot of it is like it's another reason I like buckle jeans, because I you know, initially I was like, I don't need jeans that are like a hundred dollars a pair. Like that's ridiculous. That's the thing. Maybe we do. And that's, but I, but I think that's like, my point is like, if you buy a pair of jeans, cause I was like, I can go to the gap and get a pair for like 40 bucks. Yeah. Old Navy, but they don't last and they're not as comfortable. Old Navy jeans suck. Right. And so I think, you know, like my mom had brought up the point. She goes, yeah, these are more expensive, but they will last you for years. Yeah. And I literally have six, seven pair. And I'm like, that's a lot of jeans. I don't need that many pair. Are they, are they highly decorated? No, because I've, I don't do highly decorated jeans. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't take you for the type of guy that would, but like, I, I'm pretty like, uh, you know, medium to light color, dark color, but I don't do like, I, if you're thinking like rock revivals, that's not my jam. I don't know what brand that is, but so that, those are kind of like, uh, like the decorated pockets and that stuff. Yeah, that's not my jam. Yeah. I uh, there's like a buckle brand I think called like BKE. Okay, and they so they they're all styled in like uh, names, like men's names. Okay. So like Seth, I think is, if I remember right, I haven't shopped in a while, but I think Seth was like the ones that I liked best. Okay. Because it was, had thigh room. Okay. And that's the biggest thing for me is like, I can't, when I can't fit my keys in my pocket, they don't fit well. That was another thing I hate about it, the girl's jeans. Yeah. Her pockets were like so little, I couldn't, I couldn't fit my wallet in there. Couldn't right. fit my keys in there. Right. I was like, this sucks. And that, and that's a big thing for me. So yeah. those those jeans have always been like my go-to because it's like, wow, these are great. Mm -hmm. My dad, she got my dad a few pair and he loved them. The problem is, you know, he, him doing appliance repair, he'd rip them easily because, oh, yeah. and you know, with my job, I, I basically wear what I'm wearing now, shorts and a t-shirt to work. Cause I change into work clothes. Sure. Once I get there, but just going out to dinner or whatever, perfect jeans for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 
that's something I do. I do have to. I'm gonna have to shop around for and try to find a uh, brand that I enjoy that is comfy. Like I, those shorts that I was wearing around this past summer. Those are also like too big for me now too. But like those were some of the most comfortable shorts I've ever owned, and they were men's shorts. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was cross dressing there. But like you know, they were. Uh, <laughs> It's not like I was cross-dressing. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but like they uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I dude, I'll if it's if the thing is is like if those jeans would have worked out, like I've worn those jeans a couple of times out and about because I just I have nothing else. But like if they worked out like on a regular basis, like I would wear them over here. I wouldn't give a shit. But like well, I don't care if you wear you can wear a dress over here as far as I, I care. For me, again, it's comfort over fashion you know yeah. what i mean like i don't really care what i look like as long as i'm comfortable and those jeans are pretty damn comfortable it's just they are there are some problems like right. that, I, that i wish were worked out um but the um like i just like those shorts were super comfortable they were also really stretchy in the legs and everything like that they were slim fit but like they didn't mm-hmm. feel it because the material was so stretchy now the problem with those is you can't dry them and that's where I kind of run into some issues with certain types of clothing like that because sure. you you can wash them, but like you have to hang dry them. And I don't know if you've ever hung dry jeans; like they kind of feel weird when they actually get dry. And then they take a while too. Yeah, they take about at least a day. And so, like it's well, uh, and I I hang dry my stuff in the garage, and so now that it's cold, it takes longer to dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you put them in the summertime, like it'll be dry in you know, two hours. hours yeah. yeah, but it, yeah, nowadays it's a lot different. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass like I, I oddly enough i now i have some t-shirts that were technically quote unquote extra large but i was never able to fit into them and so like now i actually am because nice. they actually kind fit for a large but yeah it's a uh, it's kind of been hell man like that's one thing that sucks about losing weight sure but i'm uh i'm actually kind of getting nervous though because we're about to get in the holidays getting some of them lbs back yeah but i mean i think as long as you you know you go at a decent pace and don't like you know i think with anything it's it's where holidays get you is like eat a piece of you know i know you're a pecan pie guy right let me some pecan pie you eat a piece of pecan pie i don't think that's that big a deal but no when you eat six seven pieces that's when it's like a when when you take the leftovers of the pie home and dine yeah. on it for the next week that's where it's a problem yes um but i feel like i know people talk about the holidays but i'm like you know you think turkey and ham that's not really bad food potatoes nope. could be i guess in the honor, honest to god potatoes like they're not bad for you it's just a carb it's just a carb it's just heavy like like there's uh, it's still a vegetable it's well it's 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 starchy and i get that like there's a lot of sodium in it but mm-hmm. there's also a lot of protein in it i mean not a lot but there's protein in it there's fiber in it so yeah. like it's not that it's bad for you it's just one of those things you shouldn't eat in excess yes um but then you slug, you know, put the whole big slug of gravy on it, and that doesn't help anything. See, I've never been a gravy guy. What? I'm, I'm not a big now. Not, not a gravy guy. Sausage gravy, like so. Oh, yeah. Sausage gravy, I love like the pepper gravy, like even without the sausage is great. But like brown gravy is what always gets served at Thanksgiving, and I'm not over brown gravy. So we've always had like chiblet we've gravy, had turkey gib- gravy, giblet gravy, whatever they call it. Like, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Oh, I love it so good. Yeah, my mom makes us a uh, broccoli cheese and rice casserole. <sighs> I love that shit, dude. So I uh, tell her to make an extra one for me. Yeah, one of my jobs gets to be chopping the onions and celery. Okay. Uh, one thing she does in the broccoli too, I think, if I remember right. So she um. She does like, I can't remember, it's like two cups of, maybe one cup, but she does two, because she does two of them. But it's usually like a cup of chopped onions. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a shitload of chopped onions. Like, because she has a chopper. Mm-hmm. 
So that's one of my jobs is I get to chop. Nice. Boy, that takes a while, let me tell you. Onions but, are good, too. Onions are underrated, I think. Yeah, it, but the thing is, is it messes with your eyes so bad. Oh, yeah. And it just takes so long to do it. And that's a big reason why she doesn't make it other than Thanksgiving because it takes a while. But what's funny is we have a, I have an aunt on my dad's side of the family that made it. And hers tasted good, but she didn't chop the onions. She cut them small, mm. but it's like those big old chunks of onions. You're just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it tastes good, but it's like the, it takes the, the whole texture is different. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, uh, I'm a I'm a big texture guy. Me, yeah, me too. But I'll tell you, man, I, I do love me a big chunk of onion sometimes. Like uh, when one of my favorite things from like the Olive Garden used to be their salad, mm-hmm. and I used to love those big hunking chunks of onion that they'd go in there, just take a big old bite of it. Weird thing, I've never been a salad guy. Really, I do love uh, that's the something soup, the soup at Olive Garden. That's something I have to eat like pretty consistently now to salad. Keep, keep a good fiber. Going, you know, oh, what I, I mean? see, yeah, yeah, because it's got a lot of fiber in it. Is your diet hard to maintain the one you do now? It is, yeah, and it's and it's not like a specific diet. Like I'm not doing keto. keto I'm not like doing a specific diet. I'm just trying to eat healthier. Like so, in the mornings, like for for my diet, where if I before I would used to stop at Quick Trip and get like a little, uh, you know, some sort of smaller breakfast thing, you know, where a sandwich or something, something like that for breakfast. Whereas now I just take a one single serving of pecans with me and I'll have those for breakfast and then come home for lunch and I'll have like a decent sized salad with like, you know, some, some more nuts and stuff like that in it. And then for dinner, it's whatever we make at home. Usually some kind of chicken with some kind of something, you know, a vegetable maybe. Yeah. Some occasionally it'll be some kind of pasta with it. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't like necessarily like worry so much about carbs. I just try to try to eat healthier in general. Yeah. No fried foods, that type of shit. Right. And then fried pizza and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and, and I'll kind of give myself like if, if my, and my biggest thing is like, I don't, I, if we have one of those nights where we end up eating out, I just don't kick myself in the ass for it. I don't, yeah. I'm not beating myself up for it. You know what I mean? And I think it's actually very healthy to have a cheat day. Yeah. Because I think sometimes when you're like, because I'm sure you have cravings for bad food. I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm starting to do we, we went so long with just eating nothing but fast food, like all the time mm-hmm. that I got to a point where like, I am so grossed out. Like nothing yes. sounds good. And you, you actually crave like a chicken and like vegetables, literally or- craving broccoli and things like that. Yeah. It's like, I can't wait to eat the effing salad again, you know? Well, I know my the other night my sister she'll invite me over for dinner a lot and she made like some chicken and like dirty rice and I know rice isn't the healthiest food but it's to me it again it's, it's better than you know fried stuff right yes, yeah I was just like this is so freaking good because right you know again fast food's easier it's yep. cheaper usually and it's like this is so much better than like that shit and oh, I yeah. and I, I think they there's like those chemical compounds that make you kind of crave that stuff yep but it's definitely not good for you but um I know my mom. Uh, a few years ago was diagnosed as diabetic mm-hmm. and, but she's been able to control it with diet where she doesn't have to take insulin. Yeah. Which is great. Absolutely. And uh, uh, she's at a point now where she watches it so close, she'll get shaky. So she'll have to eat some type of a sugar. Right. So that she doesn't like, you know, pass out or whatever. But anyway, um, one thing she eats every morning is eggs and avocado. Because yeah. avocado, they say, is like a superfood, and it's yeah. like extremely healthy. So I don't know if you've ever looked into that. Yeah, we so we actually get, um, it's, I mean, it's technically guacamole, but there's like nothing in it other than avocado, and I think yeah. they like flavored it with like some lime or something like that. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, but like 
Yeah, we we get like <laughs> little packages of that, and that's like avocados have like a lot of fat, but it's like the good kind of fat. Yes, and so um, and it's also got some protein in it too, if I'm not mistaken. It does. Yeah. It's a, the problem with guacamole in general is the chips that you dip it with. Yes, you eat it by itself; it's actually not unhealthy. Right, and so like I, I actually, um, I, and that's that's been the hardest thing for me is not even like Doritos or anything like that, but tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Because like, we'll do like a Mexican night where we like, we're all like taco Tuesday, right? Right. Like, you know, we don't do it all the time, but like, you know, like just, uh, the other night we actually made, like I made some, some, uh, you know, taco type chicken in the crock pot, you know, with like oh, taco seasoning amazing. and stuff like that. You know, I cooked it in salsa and, and then, but like the hardest thing for me was I got done eating that. And then I was like, had some salsa and I was like, I want some chips to dip. I would it. love some chips and dip, you know, to dip this in. And so I grabbed a few chips and then it was like, we had leftovers the next night and I was like, I'm going to get a little bit more chips, you know? And it's like, fuck, I got to get out. I can't get into that habit. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's, that's really hard for me because I love chips and salsa. Like it's so good. Dude, chips and salsa, chips and queso. Forget yes. about it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. One of the, my favorite things of all time. And so that one's really hard for me. Like there needs to be like some keto chips. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> because I do like the low carb tortillas, which saves me because it's low calories, low carbs, right, right, right. a lot better than that flour shit. Yeah, the the low carb tortillas. I used to make uh, quesadillas when I was dieting pretty hard. Yeah, dude, that was those were actually pretty good because you think like cheese and like you know uh, chicken. Yep, and you can usually hardly any carbs at all and all that. Yeah, and I think you can. There was even like some like some seasoning I put on it that was pretty healthy. And I think most salsas are usually okay. Yep. Yeah. There's a little bit. There's like one or two carbs, but but again, it comes from the chips. That's where like the unhealthiness is, and so like. That was a pretty good little meal, you know? Yeah. I mean, with those low-carb tortillas, I think an average tortilla is like 25, and these are like six. Yep. So it's like you figure you could eat a whole meal for basically the same as one tortilla. Right. So, yeah, definitely definitely healthy stuff. Yeah, I I love, like, even when I'm not dieting, I actually prefer those to, like, the flour. The flour tortillas are just, like, heavy. They heavy are shit. very heavy. So they're doing those slaps now. Have you seen those oh, videos? Oh, yeah. They are so – so I actually prefer the low-carb, even if I'm not worried about low-carbs. You know what I mean? It yeah, just, yeah. They taste better. I agree. I think it's uh, I think it's good to have healthy options, though, sometimes because it's, yeah. so, it's so easy to eat bad. And, you know, occasionally I crave a double cheeseburger. You know? Sure. Occasionally, like, uh, the you know, the stepson was in town this past weekend. He came home uh, Sunday evening with some, uh, with some conies. I was oh, like, God, oh, you – little son of a bitch like i would i would love to dine on some conies right now you know very tasty um but like it's just one of those things like i kind of have to watch it and and uh my weight kind of fluctuates from day to day anyway so like mm-hmm. i know about, i know about an average of what i weigh like i don't know the exact amount because like one minute i could weigh five pounds less than i weighed two hours ago you know what i mean so you drink a ton of water nowadays uh, a lot more than i did like past few days it's been too much coffee because it's just been cold, so I've been craving coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, I, I'm not a coffee drinker by nature, but with it getting cold, I'm like, ooh, I'd I like a nice little cup of joe. Yeah, and I, dude, I put, enough, I put enough creamer in there to walk on it. You know what I mean? Like, So the, <laughs> yeah. it's it's definitely a, a dessert. You know, it's not like a straight-up you know, black coffee. Well, now, like at work, I always tell guys, because they have like that coffee there, but it's like horrible. Yeah. I say it's a cup of caffeine. Yeah. It's not a cup of coffee. Right. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Because it's an, it, yeah, it'll get you awake but it doesn't that ain't gonna taste good nope you just gotta you gotta chug it and get it over with that's why I, I get a lot of creamer do you do black coffee at all i can't i i know guys that just drink straight black coffee 
And I've never been able to. I can't. I probably I could probably do it easier than I could when I was younger. I could do it, but I would not enjoy it. Yeah. And so I don't want to do it. I'd make that, ugh, that it's just like that boo boo face so, so the bitter. entire cup. So bitter. Yeah. But I I love me some I love me some coffee creamer. Right now they have a uh uh a coffee creamer that's a Christmas coffee creamer. Oh nice. It's it's a uh what is it called? It was I think it was gingerbread cookie dough was the flavor. Oh, that sounds good, dude. It was pretty damn good. I, I ended up drinking almost all of it when I was in Texas, and then I but then I left a, what was left for Dina and her family. But uh, but yeah, I, I usually get the wife will always get me hazelnut, um, but I actually really prefer there's the southern I think it's southern pecan flavor, like a creamer. Yeah, that's my that's my flavor. I'll do whatever kind of coffee flavor you know because we. We get a lot of the pods, but I kind of stray away from the pods and just do the the pot because it saves money and not as bad for the environment. Um, but like, yeah, those pods are interesting because I know, like, I got a Keurig, yeah, right? and it's kind it's kind of cool to be like, ooh, I can get pods, you know, right. but it's expensive, dude. My God, yeah, like yeah. You, you factor in like unless you go to Sam's and buy like a big box of them, it's mm-hmm. not real cheap. We get we get a, a box of one hundred a month. And I think it's like thirty five bucks for the hundred, which is a really good deal. It is. And so what I what generally what I do is when I first wake up, I'll brew one of the pods, but then I'll also set because our Keurig is the pods slash the pot, so it's one of those double. Mm-hmm. And so I'll make my my first cup with the pod, and then I will um, go ahead and brew a pot. You know, like. And I, I usually drink maybe two cups out of it. Mm-hmm. And and so I'll do that. The wife will do two pods because she thinks I make coffee way too strong out of the pot. So I think you need strong coffee. Yeah. Get in or get out. Yeah. You know I mean? My dad's the same way. He's like, oh, that's strong. And I'm like, it needs to be strong. Yeah. Like if I can see through the coffee, it ain't strong enough. It's tea. Yeah. And so like it, I usually do like three. I think the uh, scoop I have, it says one eighth of a cup. And so I think I do three of those. In, in there and brew the brew the pot and so it's pretty heavy and so i usually drink like two cups of that after mine so i usually have three cups a day she will do two pods so we usually end up going through about 90 pods a month which is a lot it is and so better than what we did beforehand because we were going through about 150 pods a month that's insane that's a lot of coffee because well, we we weren't we weren't doing because i would do about three and then she would do two so that'd be like five a day so so if they're thirty five bucks for a hundred, so you were doing what? You said one hundred fifty pods a month. Yeah, because what we would end up having to do was is actually about one hundred forty. Because what we'd have to do is buy that, and then we'd have to buy another little variety pack that was like had like forty of them in there. So right. so, but your figure so fifty sixty bucks probably a month on coffee. Right, probably yeah, probably about sixty. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and so I was like, right, we got to cut this shit out. Have much. you seen that reusable pod though? Yeah, we used to have some of those, and the thing I never liked about those is every single one, I've bought multiple ones, every single one I've ever had, it ends up leaking the grounds out of the pod. I think my sister got a new Keurig, or my parents said, I can't remember one of them did, and they said that didn't even fit in there anymore. Yep. So that's like, they're kind of like not wanting you to do that, they want you to buy pods. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's, I mean, And it's kind of, th- I mean, you can technically recycle those, Yeah. but like, where? <laughs> Like we right. don't we don't have recycling bins that we get, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't. Well, again, I go back to the whole thing. With, I would be fine with recycling, but 
no place makes it easy. Right. And so that's why I think most people don't do it. Like there's a, that's the biggest problem. There's a recycling dumpster that's like in the school parking lot right down the street from me. But I don't know if they take that type of plastic. Like I do know they take plastic, but I don't know like what kind of coffee in it. That's what I'm saying. Like like I'm sure I have to clean it out, but it's like, that's a long process for me to do that. I save that much. Right. And so it's like, it doesn't, it almost doesn't seem worth it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the whole thing. Like with uh, going to action figures, you know, with that, like Hasbro kind of doing the cardboard boxes Mm -hmm. as opposed to the clear packaging. I get it's like, okay, you're trying to save on plastic, but it's like, to me, action figures is not a biggest problem as like, say, Walmart plastic bags or coffee pods. Right. Those are a much bigger problem. Right. Yeah. Well, my and my dad does appliance repair. I don't know if uh, you use Tide Pods, but no, he he tells me almost daily, like pull a pump out and full Tide Pod yeah. plastic because I think it's supposed to dissolve, but it doesn't. And I've, I've heard those are horrible for your washers. Yeah. I don't know why people use them other than maybe it's because it's not cheaper. No, I, it might just be a convenience thing. Yeah. You know, and, and I know and they look fun, not good enough to eat, I guess. Right. And I know dishwashers like they have those too, yeah. but they, they actually do dissolve because that water gets so hot every single time. Yeah. But like there's sometimes you'll do a cold wash in a, in, in a right. washer. So like it's, of course I, it's not going to dissolve. I usually do a cold wash right? because I don't want my stuff to shrink. So of course it's not going to dissolve in that. You right. know what I mean? Like if you do like a hot water, maybe it'll dissolve, but yeah, I just don't think it's, it's not worth it though. No, not to, not to mess up your whole machine. Uh-uh. So I, I saw a video of this guy on shark tank one time where he made like a pre, like a same thing with like protein powder. Did you ever see that? No, but it was like a Tide pod, but it was a protein powder. And he puts it in the thing and shakes it up. Bam. Like, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, is it that hard to dip Get out scoop, protein? Right. I don't think it is, but we're like, why not have just like prepackaged scoops? You know what I mean? Like instead of it being a plastic thing that you just put the whole thing in there, like yeah, why not just I don't know. I, I mean, like single serve scoops. I remember when I was again when I was lifting a lot more and working out more and being more conscious about that. I would, it wasn't that hard. I bought sandwich bags and I would scoop out my protein. Yep, and keep them in that. What if when I was moving around? It's not that hard. Now it's like I just go clean out my uh, my shaker. Yep, put some water in it, put that in, shake it up, and I got a protein shake. Not are, that hard to do. Are you good with just water with your protein? Yep, I can't do it. I did it for so long. I never enjoyed it. I never thought, man, my God, that tastes good. But right. yeah, I could do you it. You do it for sustenance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have always. And just trying to get my protein in usually. And it was usually a road traveling thing, you know, like. Yeah. And uh, I joked about this the other day because my, I have a cousin who was talking about eating a tuna sandwich at Subway. I told her, I was like, when I left wrestling, I promised myself I would never eat tuna again the rest of my life. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I have eaten some tuna. Oh yeah. my God! Have I eaten my share of tuna? Which I, I enjoy tuna. You know what I mean. I but I ate it so I never really enjoyed it. It was I, a cheap meal for you though. Like it was cheap and it was healthy and I could eat it. Yeah. And I bought those tuna creation packs and cans. A lot of those I don't like. And I I ate so much tuna that I just was like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like the thought of it makes me nauseous. Yep. I uh I I mean I have I have quite a bit of tuna at the house right now just so I can eat it when I need to but like it's. I don't know, man. Like for me, it's a pain in the ass just to make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it, it'll take me about five, ten minutes to make it. And I'm actually a big fan of letting my tuna chill for yeah. about an hour before I eat it because yeah. I like to let it, everybody get to know each other in the in the bowl. You know what I mean? That's an interesting thing to and, say. You know, all the flavors meshed together. Have you ever like made? I just ate it right out of the bag. Oh, see, see, I like mix everything in. I put a lot of different things in my tuna salad, and 
I literally would open a can, drain the water, and eat it out of the can. See, you know, I I put put stuff in it. And Again, then, mine was all about like getting the protein. Like yeah. I kept a fork in my wrestling bag because mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's not easy to find a plastic fork. So I kept sure. that metal fork in there. Literally, like when I kind of got out of wrestling, I threw that fork in the trash. I'm like, <laughs> nope, done. <laughs> done. Yeah, it was just like a it was like a passing of like okay, I'm done with that shit forever. Yeah, but yeah, I'll I'll do that, and then I'll uh, I like to put mine in the refrigerator if I make enough. It always tastes better the next day mm-hmm. because all the flavors. Again, they get well, to know each other. It's kind of like Kevin Malone; they get to know each other in the pot. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Uh, I will say if I ate it like that, I probably would have liked it more, but I never ate it as a meal. I ate it as a uh, protein supplementation like a, sure. in, my, in my working out and stuff and sure. adding muscle and things of that nature. So I also was, too, well, I'm sorry to cut you off, but a lot of the traveling you, if you were stopping, it's a convenience store. Yeah. So you're getting like a shitty convenience store sandwich. So I had to do that to get healthy food into my body. Yeah. How, how much protein did you try to take a day? When you were doing that, I so protein's interesting because I, if I remember right, it's like you can only consume about thirty nine grams an hour. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you piss the rest away. And so, I want to say they. I was always under the impression your body weight or more than your body weight. Yeah, but you have to space it out per day. Right. Which is why, like Hugh Jackman, when he did like the Wolverine movie, he had to wake up at like three a.m. and eat egg whites and stuff. Which is you know you know how hard it is to eat that much fucking protein though. Oh yeah. Well, oh I mean, God. But imagine having to wake up a couple times in the night to eat a, or to drink a protein shake. Yeah. And you know, chug that, go back to sleep. Like, I, like that's just that's misery. I quit. Like, I, I right. quit doing it. Like, cause I when I first got on this little diet, like, I I was trying to do that. Like, I was eating eggs in the morning. I was doing this. I was eating the the nuts because the nuts have protein in it. I was doing like just scoops of peanut butter because that had extra protein. And I did the protein shakes after I worked out and then like making sure I ate like a really protein enriched meat with all my meals. It got to a point where like I cut out the protein shakes immediately because it's like, I am going to be sick if I eat that or drink that. Well, and a lot of that too is like if you, if you can take a protein shake, like one thing I would do, and this is just kind of a, me thinking outside the box because I had so many. I would make crystal light, like fruit punch, grape, whatever, okay, yeah. and I'd mix it with vanilla protein. That actually isn't bad. And oh, it yeah. kind of gives it a different flavor because it's still just water, but sure. it's just got a flavor to it now. But, yeah, it's when you're making it in your blender. You can put a little ice in there, make it a little smoothie or whatever. But when you're on the road, you're getting lukewarm water, yeah, a scoop of chocolate protein. That shit's hard to choke down. Oh, and I get it. You're probably just doing what you can. And, and that's kind of that lifestyle and that's when I'm just like, you start to be like, this sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, and that's again, when I was in like really good shape and trying to like, you know, make myself look as good as possible naturally sure. and, and things of that nature. But it's just a, uh, it's a hard, that's the part of, uh, of staying in shape. People don't realize is like, it's 11 o'clock at night. You're leaving a show. Where do you eat at? The only thing's open is a diner yeah, or like pizza hut or something. McDonald's. Yeah. Like, so you're, you kind of had to like, Make do, and so you had to make sure, like, you got your protein in other ways sometimes. It just was not a fun time. Yeah. Like, for, for food and stuff. Yeah. A lot of gross food, too. Boy, howdy. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Yeah, I think we've talked enough. I think we have. We hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your families and enjoy your cold turkey and cold potatoes. <laughs> or hopefully it's warm. <laughs> we'll see. Um, of course, shout-outs to our podcasting buddies, like the uh, Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. 
Make sure to check them out every Sunday. And, of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Also, check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Uh, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. Uh, In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR. Uh, Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vensel, his wife, Caitlin, and, of course, the twins over there. Absolutely. Uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with our pal Jason Wolf. And, of course, don't forget his amazing chop shop and his um, and uh, his artwork at the Art of Jason Wolf. Actually, speaking of his chop shop, did you see that little teaser figure he's been working on? Yes. The one that's been in the background. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Did you recognize it immediately? Nope. You don't know? Nope. Let me tell you. I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm going to show you the picture so that you, because I think this would actually be one you would really dig. Because when he showed that, I was like, oh, damn, that's when, amazing. When you show me who it is, I'm probably going to be like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like, um, well, I got to find like the right image. but um, Because of, of what he was wearing. I don't, I don't like to give away details simply because, uh, well, it's based off of this look. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that will be a fun one. Yeah, that's super cool. So I'm, I'm excited about that. But yeah, he's always creating some awesome stuff. Absolutely. So definitely check him out. Check out uh, Pulling Up a Chair with our buddy Tim at a Chair Shot. Check out Night at the Nerdy Laser Podcast with our buddy Richard Yule. And Tots with our pal Al Day. Um, also check out uh, You Know It's Fake Right with me every Monday and a special guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Holds Barred with Bill Benus every Tuesday with Big Underscore Bane and the one and only Billy B. Yep. And uh, the TV Toycast every Thursday with me and Travis Fowler. Oh, yeah. All of Bane's music can be found at Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Yep. And uh, all of our T-shirts can be found at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and Watermaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour and all of our podcasting buddies. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we will see you in seven days. Peace easy. Turn that up. There you go. There you go. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.